fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 Welcome. It's been a while. It's been a minute. This is uh, The Hot Box, episode 78 for Saturday, June 25th, 2011. My name is Matt, and this is Ian. Hello. What's going on, Ian? Not much, buddy. Been super busy lately, organizing so many things going on right now. Some, Literally uh, taking part in making history for everyone. Isn't it? It's a, it's a whole movement of grassroots history making in the making, and it, it's... It's doing a lot of work that seems unnecessary if you looked at it from a logical point of view. Like, we're counteracting all of this mess that was made for us by those before us. As usual, we find ourselves in a position where we're fighting for our rights or what we believe in. Right. Fighting discrimination. Instead of fighting for things that should be getting changed. Like, this shouldn't have had to happen in the first place if you looked at the logic and the studies and the research. Absolutely. I think that there's enough... I think that there is enough common sense uh, and straightforward information to make an educated decision. Um, More than enough. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And for the last, what, 50 years, 100 years, we've known this? People have been smoking for how long? 15,000 years. And how many deaths? Zero. Still, interesting. You'd think that in and in of itself would be enough. To... It's not. It's not. It's it's not even close to enough. Right. Um, cannabis, for a lot of individuals, I'm sure, as you may know, is it's, it's really an emotional subject. It, it doesn't really have much to do with facts or... Or, or information, or, or even reality. Um, it has right. to do with beliefs and emotions. Which um, is are the last two things that decision decisions that are made that dictate our lives should be based on. I like would, when you're if if you make a decision that governs how your kid does something or whatever, then sure. But if you're making decisions that have to do with the people and the populace at large, you have to base that on fact. You can't just be like, well, I feel that this. Like, no. Well, I, I think Attorney Getz said it best, saying that uh, morals and mythic reasons are not reason enough to take the rights away from another in- individual. And to go one step further, to make criminals out of these individuals. Based on what? What law did they break? How was that law created in the first place? It's a mess. Yeah. So let's uh, let's rewind for a sec. If those uh, those of you just kind of new to the show, it's been a while. Uh, the hot box was originally started by Sandy and myself. Uh, we did seventy seven episodes and then landed right smack dab in the middle of all of this. Businesses shutting down because of uh, laws that may be coming into effect for cannabis. Uh, Things happened. Sandy was no longer able to do the show, so we kind of put it on hiatus for a while. And in the meantime, just one thing after another starts happening. Uh, raids, dispensaries closing. Patients are scared. No uh, People not getting their cards. Some of them getting expired cards. It's just a whole mess. So I've been trying to find a co-host to, to bring this show back and... Here we have uh, my friend Ian Baker. You run Glacier Health? I do. And that is a dispensary here in Kalispell, Montana. This is where the show is based out of. We tend to focus on the the local Montana as a state, what's happening with the the medical marijuana laws here, because that's where we live, and that's what affects us. And if we have time, we'll uh, talk about where you live, maybe. Or at least on a national level, exactly. I suppose, which and really if, does affect everybody in every state. Right, yeah, definitely. Including our own. And if you live in a state that is doing something that you're like, wow, I need to let someone know that, email info at hotboxpodcast.com. You can leave a message when the show's not live at 406-204-4687, and we'll get it for the next show, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. So yeah, like Burger in the chat says, so I take it Matt never got his card. Nope. $150 down the drain. I uh, signed up for mine probably six months ago. 
No word, no money, no refund. That's that. And you're not alone, actually. Oh, at uh, all. At all. <laughs> in the State Department in Montana, at the Department of Health and Human Services, there are two lovely ladies that work in the office. Sure. And they must receive, I, I, I'm going to guess and say several hundred pieces of mail every week. At least. And these two women are responsible for pr- processing all of this information. And every year, um, if if you think about it, this year they have had at least received thirty thousand pieces of mail, so that uh, uh, for renewals and new patients and those kinds of things, um, that's a lot of stuff to process. Uh, it's data entry; they have to enter now, in caregivers, they have to update your information in a computer system that they have there, and then they process your card and send it back out. Now. The, it, it, for a lot of people, um, some people have gotten their cards in as little as two weeks after sending in their paperwork. Other people, it's taken more than six months to receive their card. Right. Especially now, more... It, go ahead. Is that poor planning on the state's part, or do you think they did that on purpose so that you know people would be... They would have a hard time getting the work done. Uh, I I don't think that it was foreseen that there would be so many patients. Okay. And since the medical marijuana program has started, the staff at the Department of Health and Human Services that organizes the medical marijuana program hasn't changed. So they've been staffed the same since 2004. Is, Is that lack of funding or is that lack of we're going to repeal this anyway, so why bother? I, well, I think more recently, um, with with like the way things are going, I think that uh, uh, confusion, um, especially that's been expressed from the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, and, and again, when they stopped issuing cards, they were already months behind. They had thousands of pieces of mail down there that they hadn't even gone through, and new rules were implemented. Even though that you had your money sent in and you had your uh, information down there, they hadn't even gotten to it yet. New rules apply. Just sitting in a pile. Nothing was grandfathered in. Wow. Everybody that had their stuff down there after a certain date, it became invalid, especially if you were a chronic pain patient. Right. And that was based on the new... The new legislation, legislation, yes, because the way that the SB 423 works is they uh, implement different provisions of the law incrementally. Um, Right, so it doesn't all take effect at once. Correct. So let's let's, uh, do a little review and catch people up. When we last talked to them, there was the HB 161, which was full repeal. Then there was, uh, what, 423? That was the next one, And it was up to the governor. When last we spoke with our heroes, the governor had uh, before him on his desk, Governor Schweitzer... Full repeal or repeal with wrapping paper. He vetoed full repeal. So that got thrown out. And then he kind of took his time on the 423. And everyone was saying, well, hopefully he'll repeal that one at all. Uh, What it basically came down to is if he didn't repeal it or if he didn't veto it or sign it, then he had, what, 10 days and it just went into effect anyway. And And that's basically what happened. Precisely, precisely. So then, after that happened, there was uh, a large, I don't want to say backlash, but a very large uh, discontent of the people with that, because they were, they were stating that, hey, this isn't what you voted for, so we know best for you, and we're going to tell you what you voted for. Meanwhile, the people were like, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I took the time to read it and I looked at what I was voting for and that was what I voted for. So you basically are going against the will of the people, which I don't know if that's legal or not, but very poor practice to get into if you're a politician, because when you're up for reelection, some of the people will remember that you kind of effed them and, uh, that's not nice. So then there was a, uh, a meeting of the the great minds of our our state here, and there was a new group that formed. You want to tell us about that group? Uh, the Montana Cannabis Industry Association, the MTCIA. 
Um, I like the CIA part. That's that's nice. It's clever. It's, it's clever. Freudian. So mtcia.org, um, and if you live in Montana or if you're just interested wherever you're at to see what's going on here. That's their um, website. Yeah, mtci.org. And that's the organization that spearheaded um, both the lawsuit against the state to help stop SB 423. And they're also the organization that's organizing the voter referendum, which is also known as a petition. Um, which are both huge undertakings. Um, the MTCIA has it's it's for the last few months it's been time crunch after time crunch after time crunch. We've had such a short amount of time with such a small amount of people to get this organized and this ball rolling. What's fascinating about uh, doing this is everybody that's involved with the MTCIA is donating their time. I mean, nobody's really getting paid. And, and that includes you. Oh, yeah. What is absolutely. your what's your position in the, the I am a Flathead committee member, okay. which means that uh, uh events that are going on here in the the Flathead Valley, um me and a small group of other people are in charge of organizing those events and planning them and um doing upkeep and maintenance on those different things, uh getting other people interested in helping out. The other thing that we've undertaken is getting people registered to vote, which is a very volatile kind of subject. Here in Montana, kind of like wolves or you know, <laughs> gun rights, pack a day, derp, derp. <laughs> or or whatever your yeah, position is. Exactly, um, uh, voting is a, a, a touchy subject for people. Um, one, when you register to vote, you are also on a list to be picked for jury duty, and so a lot of people don't want to do that, or or people don't want to register to vote because they don't think that it matters what they vote for anyway. Which brings me to the Which point. Which may be the case sometimes, but if you think about it, this right here, this is important, and this does matter. If you call up your congressman and he asks if you're a registered voter and you say no, chances are they're not going to give a shit what you say because you don't affect them. Correct. Compared to if a registered voter called and expressed their concerns, they will listen to you a little more than if you weren't. Maybe. Um, Hopefully, I, I, <laughs> that we I met hope with they... several senators face to face and House representatives. I sat down with the governor face to face as well. Um, I, I spoke to all of these individuals. The last time that I was on the show was after I came back from Helena, my first trip, and uh, I had pr- I had taken down a portfolio of information um, that we'll make available on the website. Um, it's it's just kind of an informational portfolio that has a bunch of data that our elected officials and the media were were using um, to to campaign against medical cannabis. And is what's funny is that most of the reasons that they had uh, against cannabis were really false, and they had no empirical evidence on any of those things. In a lot of cases, they were saying the exact opposite, which is true, um, or which was not true. Um, and how how was that allowed to transpire? Like how accountability how did, with elected officials? Yeah, are, are, I mean, shouldn't have people have been in there being like, "No, that is incorrect. You just blatantly lied." This this Again. actually just happened last week. Um, very specifically, um, Mr. Long, the Narcotics Bureau Chief um, of the Montana Department of Justice was at a Montana Republican women's uh, meeting or luncheon sure. and got up in front of this audience and said that since medical marijuana has been enacted, crime has risen in 78% of the districts in Montana, um, huh. which is – he has no evidence of this. Cite sources? Um, he couldn't cite any sources. Interesting. Um, pulling up the Department of Justice's crime report, it actually shows a 28% decrease in crime per year since medical marijuana has been enacted. Oh, so, well, maybe he made a mistake. Maybe he, th- I mean, hey, well, that well, happens. I think, We're humans. I, yeah, absolutely. And then even in the courtroom um, wow. during our, our hearing, when that was brought up, he dodged the question and said that he wasn't able to speak on that. Oh, really? But you were more than happy to get up and spout off at the mouth about complete incorrect information in front of these women who probably believed what you Republicans said. Who, you wow. Know, are really against this so that he's is really pandering his audience yeah. you know kind of like a, a, a carny would to young kids right you step know? right and, up and win this yeah give me another dollar it's give me an invisible dollar. toy um, which uh, this brings me to a side point about our crime rate in montana um Please. it's it's a it's at its lowest rate that it's been at in 32 years 
And so technically we are living in the safest Montana that our generations have known in a very long time. Um, and instead of congratulating our law enforcement or, you know, giving the programs that reduce crime or prevent crime kind of a pat on the back and saying, hey, nice thank you job. for reducing crime. Yeah. They're, they're lying about the crime rate in Montana. Not only lying, issue. but then inflating those numbers. Oh, absolutely. To a, a ridiculous, exaggerated scale. Um, I really wish that to fit uh, their means th- that would be brought out. Like I, I, I think that we it just would be... brought it out, bro. Well, <laughs> it's I know. out. I, you know, You're all a bunch of it... freaking liars. Imagine, imagine the, the the one of our major newspapers in the state publishing an article that says, uh, you know, we're winning the fight on crime. Crime's the lowest it's been in 32 years. And then you know you'd flip the page and you'd see the 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 attorney general saying crime's up because of medical marijuana. It, mm-hmm. You know, it completely conflict. That's just like saying uh, ma- marijuana is uh, just as bad for you as uh, LSD or heroin or PCP, and saying so. Let's uh, schedule it one, just like those are. LSD's bad for you? That's uh, that's what the schedule says. I don't know, though. I don't know what to believe because the schedule also says that if I smoke marijuana, I'm going to have heroin withdrawals. And I've smoked marijuana, and I didn't have heroin withdrawals. And I'll tell you what, I did heroin, and I had heroin withdrawals. Not fun, but definitely not in the same category. So I don't know what to believe anymore. They lied to me about that. Uh, what else are they lying to me about? Global warming? I don't know. Catholics? About, about I, I mean, I don't know. Um, Take the fifth on that. <laughs> yeah. I, let's not get uh, into Burger says uh, in the chat, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. You can watch both cameras and the chat there. Uh, he says it's all about the money. And uh, Jimmy One Green Thumb says, if you don't register to vote, you can't bitch. First off, it's all about the money, which is really funny because, you know, that's why the medical cannabis industry here in Montana is blown out of control because it's driven by profits. Yeah, capitalists. Um, and even the even Judge Reynolds pointed out that everything is driven by profits. You know, the clothes on your back, this chair yeah. you're sitting in, yeah. the reason that the judge has his job, the reason they have a building to hold a court in. The is, reason we need a court to hold in that building is because of profits. And so blaming blaming things uh, or saying that it's all about the money, it's 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 obvious. Everything life is about money. and necessity is all about the money. It and just if I de- have to hurt you to get that, some people do that. It just depends on how you you know you spend the the importance of monetary value. Exactly. When you're talking about drugs and money, it has a negative connotation. When you're talking about uh, pharmaceuticals and money, then well, they're doing all this research and development. I mean, it, it must, must cost a lot of money to to you know produce these these medications that, right, right. that they're making. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't feel like I was getting proper health care if I didn't go completely bankrupt every time I got sick. Like, I, would, I would feel like you're, you're skipping something here. Um, I wouldn't heal as fast. And Jimmy says, if you don't register to vote, you can't bitch. Um, I, you I, can bitch. Your bitching may not be uh, – it may fall upon deaf ears. I, I – I guess uh, I I wasn't registered to vote um, until uh, uh, this started happening. Um, Me neither. And I, was, <laughs> and I was in that boat with everybody else. You know, my vote doesn't matter. I don't. You know, it, right. my voice isn't going to mean anything. And and so uh, I I can relate with that way of thinking. Right. Well, I'm registered to vote now. And here and here's the thing: is that um, I I don't want to bitch actually. If 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 the pe- if the people speak out and make a decision, I realize that we live in a majority rules kind of place, right? And, and that's fine with me. Um, um, so far, so good for the most part. I, I think that, I, and I've run into this with a few of um, a few patients that I have that you know when I ask them if they're registered to vote, which I'm doing voter registration at work every day. I've registered. At least 200 people already. So if you're local, you want to go into the KM building and go see Ian at Glacier Health, and he will get you registered to vote. It takes five minutes. I did it. I am now registered to vote. Bring your bring your ID. Your, your driver's Mon- license. Yeah, your driver's license or your Montana ID card, because that's one of the things that you need. But to that's all out. it takes. If you don't ha- if you don't want to get the paperwork, you don't want to go to the court or wherever else you would do it. Just go in there. Say hi to Ian. Check out you know the the beautiful showcases. Yeah, set up there. It's a very comfortable place. I like it. It's 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 pretty clean. I'm pretty knowledgeable about what I'm doing down there as well. 
Definitely. Um, so to people that don't want to register to vote because they are afraid of jury duty, um, I've been called in for jury duty a few times, and I've never been put on a jury because I'm apparently completely biased. <laughs> and so they're not going to put me on a jury. And I, and I have a feeling that if you are honest and pretty open about who you are, they're probably not going to put you on a jury exactly. Um And doing the community a service by serving on the jury, I mean, if, if, if you're really afraid of doing that and you say that, they're not going to put you on the jury. Or if you if say you that you don't feel that you have the right to judge other people's future, you're not going to be on the jury. Exactly. If you say that you do not go and live your life by the same beliefs that a person should be uh, in in court like that, say you don't you don't believe in that system, you're not going to get put on the jury. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They're not going to put you on a system that you don't believe in. Uh, Berger just said, "Mark yourself as a felon." I've also had to dispel a myth that felons cannot vote. Felons can vote in the state of Montana on That's right, local that and state affairs, state yes. to state. In it, some states, if you're a felon, you may not be able to. Yes, they can vote. And so this is actually a surprising thing that that most parole officers don't tell you that. That's Wait, in all states you can. I don't know about other states. Oh, okay. That's why I, I, I say it, it's state to state. It, okay. Correct. Uh, so a, a felon um, is talking to me that he can't vote. And I say, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can register yes, vote on local. Yes, you can, Abyss. You can vote on local issues, state issues. You just can't vote for president. You can't vote on national issues as a, as a felon. And that right there, I bet, is where that confusion came from. Absolutely. So when your parole officer says you lose your gun rights and you lose your voting rights... He's, He's only talking half about right. national <coughs> ideas. Right. Um, yeah, Berger says, in Michigan, I can vote, but I cannot serve on a jury. And well, yeah, that's going to differ state to state. We're going to focus on Montana. But if you are in another state, there's websites you can uh, check it out, and they'll tell you. Um, uh, registering to vote is really important. And uh, if, if, if you're a supporter of cannabis, and you know what? If, if you don't support cannabis, you still should be registered to vote. So that when you go, you can you, you can go down and vote however you feel on issues. Right. Please be educated on what you're voting on. I know right. that's a lot to ask. I know that Is reading reading all these different bills or even knowing what they're about, the people that write these bills usually don't know what they say, and then yeah. we're asked to vote on them. And so um, I, I'm trying to convince people and and people that are are anti registering to vote or anti voting that you know if you register to vote. You sign our petition and you vote for cannabis. That's all I'm asking. You don't have to educate yourself on who's running for governor or who's running for Senate district, whatever. If you want cannabis to stay the way it is in Montana, then you need to be registered to vote. And if that's not motivation enough to register to vote to save cannabis, then fuck off. Move to China. Go somewhere else, in my opinion. I just now, really wish. S- I really wish that if you, if you, if you really felt strongly enough about keeping cannabis or supporting this type of common sense movement, that registering to vote wouldn't really be that big of a deal, right? Um, and this is coming from somebody that wouldn't register to vote, or I was complete. I, like I said, I can completely relate. You know, it doesn't matter. All these other things. Um, when this petition comes out, you won't be able to sign it if you're not registered to vote which means that you cannot participate in saving cannabis. Is that reason enough to fill out a piece of paper and receive a piece of mail two weeks later in the mail? Right. Now, devil's advocate, what what do you say? This was always my viewpoint uh, growing up and when I turned 18 and uh, then on. It, you're, you're given the choice of a liar and a liar. And like, do you vote? Oh, for lesser, the, the two, lesser evils? two evils? No, or? I don't. I can't. I can't. That's vote. like, what do you say to people that say that uh, that you sh- that you should vote for the lesser two evils? No, or that they can't? that say I'm not going to register to vote because I'm not really having a choice. You're giving me oh, I, a bag of shit and a bag of shit. When, when you go to vote, you you don't actually have to vote for people. You can vote on initiatives only. Right, um, and that's Which how is I feel. What we're doing here with Correct. the petitions and stuff—that you do make a difference, and that is not less of either evil. This is a positive. We need as many signatures as we can get to stop this ridiculous states' rights of the people trampling all over a piece of legislation. And and, and I agree, and I, that's important. I can't endorse 
a lesser of two evils that to me that right I, I can't put my name or my support behind somebody because but I, they're not as bad as the other guy exactly so I'm not gonna vote for either because you can agree with one thing they want to do and then not with something else so can you say I, I'm gonna vote for you but only with this issue and not get my vote with this issue um, and then again, when you're campaigning, um, as we've learned, if you've been paying attention to anything politically, you can say one thing, and then once you're elected, you can do something completely right. different. Interesting, right? And so what does it really matter? So do I you can't... personally know this person that's running for this office? I mean, have you met no. with them? Do you know them? Are they your neighbor? Do they Probably own the farm not. down the road? Do they, <laughs> you know, are they involved in your community? Or is this a, a, a you just, just seen signs in, in people's yards and things? Exactly. And so, exactly. Um, and, I think that there's a little bit of a detachment from our local officials from their constituents. I think that uh, if you have the money and the know-how, I think you can get elected. Right. And a lot of these uh, regions, these people are running unopposed. And they have the worst small-town-minded mentality I've ever heard. Backwards. I I think Facebook... And Twitter social networks are kind of bringing back a little transparency and a little... Uh, yeah, look what happened in Egypt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, look what happened to Wiener. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's a bad example. But I, it's, you know, I, I it's giving something. them a platform that they can go there and actually talk to people. They can ask a question on Facebook and say, "Do you are you down for cannabis or not? And they can see what the people have to say without all of that plus or minus mean bias, you know, crap that goes with large statistics. Like, these are people. Every person that clicked, yes, I support cannabis, is a Facebook user, is an individual, is a human being, not just a a spam bot or whatever. So they can get in touch and see that. And while we can't put our name on, you should register to vote, to vote on the lesser of two evils, we can completely endorse that you register to vote to sign this petition to say, no, you're not going to take my rights away like that. I did vote for this, and, and that is what I voted for. Keep in mind, once you register to vote, and let's say we let's uh, when we collect all of these signatures that we need, is what's going to happen is that's going to suspend the law from taking effect until the next major election, which is in November of 2012. And then this initiative will be on the ballot. And so, and we'll not do only just do you what sign we did petition, in 04. Not only do you sign the petition, but then you go and vote against that initiative. Right. You don't have to vote for governor. You don't have to pick people. You vote on initiatives. You vote on, on laws that are maybe or may not be, depending on how you vote. And so this is a this is you you got to commit to two things or three actually. Whoa. Registering to vote. I I, th- I know it's really difficult. Registering Man. to vote. Man. <laughs> signing a petition. And then going down to the ballot and saying that you still support cannabis when it's on the ballot. All in the meanwhile, making phone calls to your representatives at the local level, sending emails, sending letter letters through the snail mail, and being registered to vote is going to make that matter just a little bit more. I completely agree. Um, being involved, and that's that's another thing. Uh, we have to encourage full and complete participation from our listeners, from our patients, from our dispensaries. Like, this is a group effort. We have one common goal, one cause that we can all get behind, and this is what we have to do. Otherwise, we're screwed. I think it's really amazing how quickly um, the medical cannabis industry separated their their uh, uh, com- competitive nature with each other right. and banded together really quick. You know, uh, two two competing dispensary owners getting together and saying, "Okay, what can we do to help everybody?" It's in this? all about pooling resources because what we're fighting, I don't want to say has unlimited resources, but they're pretty damn close. And for us to come anywhere near that, we have to pool our resources together. We have to work together. Otherwise, the the, the divided, it's not. It's going to fall. There's no way. Um, this is their game. We got to play it. Ex- yeah, and we have to play it very well too. Um, right. I, I, 
sometimes I talk to patients about how they represent me- all of the medical cannabis patients. Like as an individual, you are a representative of medical cannabis and how you carry yourself and how you present yourself in public and how other people view you is going to bleed into how they view other medical marijuana patients. Yep, exactly. And, and really cannabis in general. So, And we saw a perfect example of that with JC how one person could spin this into such a negative thing just like that from a few poor actions like it it makes a difference it really does and and even at the even at the local level you know if if you have a a, a cannabis shirt on and you are in the grocery store and you know if somebody you're representing this industry and cannabis in general, by the way, you're carrying yourself. And that's something that I don't think a lot of people think of. Right. You know, wearing the wearing their pipes around their neck on a hemp necklace walking yeah. around town. It's kind of like, you know, you're 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 the, the Republican women are not going to like that. You know, that's really right. scary to them. Again, uh, it's an emotional and thing. And to them, when they see that, you instantly become the face of what this cannabis movement is. And Correct. to every individual that sees someone like that, you're now the face of it. You're now the poster child, regardless of what they may have seen previous, because you're the the most recent thing they've encountered. Absolutely. And what's what you've seen last um, is is what you see. The other thing that people do is they see what they want to see, and and right. you probably noticed this if you read the Roundup ever, yep. but that. Uh, 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 kids were reportedly smoking marijuana cigarettes uh, somewhere, and then the cop shows up, and it's a bunch of it's a couple people standing out there smoking cigarettes. Right, they're all of age. They have no cannabis on them, but somebody somebody saw a, a white papered round thing out of their relative. mouth, and and they call the police and say, "Oh my God, there's people smoking cannabis over there," and and right. so people really can see what they want to Re- see as well, regardless of whether or not they were actually causing trouble. Or getting into problems, you know, anything like that. Like, just the fact of what you saw, your mind associated that with some previous experience or something you saw on TV saying people that smoke pot rape and run over children in drive throughs Like, instantly, that's the association, so they're going to call the cops. As soon as that perception turns into reality of they were smoking cigarettes, all of that negative connotation goes away. Which is weird because smoking cigarettes is hurting them. <laughs> like, you guys are hurting yourselves. If they were smoking pot, you know, not so much at all. And uh, it's funny how that relative perception can have such a large impact on, on how people react. All right, so we talked about um, registering to vote. Right. Um, and, and I think that most dispensaries now here, especially in the Flathead Valley and probably across the state, have voter registration forms. This so please important. register to vote. And tell your friends. Please. Get anybody that you know involved in this. Um, and that's just the registering to vote part. We're, we if, have one chance at this. This is like that Eight Mile song. This is your one shot. Are you going to blow it or are you going to go in there and blow minds? Like, we have to do it right and if we get a bunch of signatures from people that aren't registered, we won't take signatures from people that aren't registered. Um, they, they can be, you can verify if somebody's registered to vote but, online pretty And easily. check this out. If, you, if someone comes up to you and you're not registered to vote, but you don't want to be embarrassed, so you say that you are and you sign that thing, you just wasted their time. You just wasted your time where you could have taken the five minutes beforehand and actually been legitimately registered to vote. So do it. There's no other organizations in Montana that are um, encouraging voter registration either. I, I remember when I was a little younger, they on MTV there was this <laughs> vote or die thing. You know, rock the vote. Yeah, bros. Every, everybody was so stoked, and We're there was this down. big movement to get people registered to vote. And was that Bill I'm, Clinton? And uh, that yeah, I, who know? I don't remember that much. Oh, <laughs> something about marijuana in my memory but I forget um what uh what i do notice is that when i'm you know our booth at the the midway swap meet where we're getting people registered to vote you know people are actually surprised that that's what we're doing and you know we've right. spoken to some people that have come to the booth and said you know me i i'm not really happy with the way that medical cannabis has turned out in the state and and the response is is that's that's great um are you registered to vote 
You know, no. I, uh, whether you are or not in support of cannabis, are you registered to vote? And then they're really surprised that if they're against cannabis, I'm still encouraging them to get registered to vote. Right. And so this is kind of a, a, a social thing, too, that I think that surprises a lot of people that I'm unbiasedly getting people registered to vote. Whether you are for or against, I think that your voice still matters. And you realize that by doing that, you instantly change their perception of a cannabis user. I don't do that on accident. Exactly. I, I, I know how people you're, are against things. You're not the only ones who know a little bit about social engineering. Okay? <laughs> Just keep that in mind when you take this war to the ground. So we need registered voters. And then on top of registered voters is, is what uh, the cannabis industry needs, and specifically the Montana cannabis industry needs. We need more volunteers. We need people to go to the mtcia.org website and sign up for the newsletter. And if you think that you are competent and able to collect signatures, sign up under the petition sign-up page on that site as well. Um, the more people that we have signed up on the mtcia.org's email list, the more force that we have as a political power here in the state of Montana. And that's important. If, if you can imagine, um, if we had 100,000 people in Montana signed up under our website to receive our emails and that we're in support of cannabis, which there are at least 100,000 cannabis users in uh, Montana. Yeah. And so if we, had, if we had 10% of the population on an email list, all of a sudden politicians and other people in power realize that that's a pretty big bargaining chip or this a could, tool to put in their pocket. Right. You know, if, if, if they can use that, if we can use that, we can start to maybe get things to go a little bit more our way because we have such a large participant base of individuals that can make decisions based on the based on their feelings on cannabis that would force other politicians to maybe recognize the fact that we're organized and have enough people behind us that they might actually listen to us instead of uh, disregard anything or ignore any information ignore our testimonies ignore anything that we've done all of our thousands of emails and phone calls um, when you have an organized force that is that large, that's something to be reckoned with. Um, the key is getting enough numbers to where they have to think about, if I piss these people off, they have enough people to affect whether or not I get reelected. Um, and information is key, especially that I'm, yep. I'm a broken record all day. I, I mean, I say the same thing over and over but and you know over what? Once people. you get it recorded, now you can just point people to it and be like, here, listen to this. Um, I'm going to sit back and have a smoke. Everybody's so curious, you know, about, you know, what's going on and, and what's the up to date thing. And I understand that everybody's very busy with their, their lives, their families, their things. And so, um, one, it's an honor to be the news source or to be the, the person that these individuals are coming to for their answers or, or for, for any sort of information. I mean, it's, it, 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 at first, it was like a little annoying, like, oh, God, am I going to have to say this all over again? But then I realized that these people are, are genuinely interested in what's going on. And a lot of people feel, and I like this, too, that they can't rely on the newspapers for up-to-date real information. Because when they read an, a newspaper article about cannabis, they call it pot and that it's the devil weed and all of these things. And so I, I think that cannabis users realize that the real news source isn't the newspaper. No. The real news source is the Montana Cannabis Industries website. Um, there's a blog post on there. We sound out one weekly email. It will not be solicited. And it gives you kind of like the play-by-play the -play and what's going on. What's going on with MTCIA is we're organizing fundraisers. This lawsuit isn't cheap. It's not free. It's all about the money, unfortunately. Um, we're organizing fundraisers for, for two reasons. Is one is to help fund the voter referendum or the petition, and two is to finance our legal suit against the state. Um, neither one, which is free. Um, and so the MTCI, the committees, the regional committees all over the state have been organizing fundraising events. Do you have um, numbers so far that you can mention uh, as to how not cheap this has been so far? Um, the, the lawyer has received anywhere between 70 and $80,000 already sure. to get us this far. Um, and that's a considerable chunk. If you, if, if you noticed though, we had a really strong case in the court. Yeah. Um, the state, the state 
really didn't have a whole lot to go on. Um, and, and the judge really objected to a lot of the, the arguments and questions that were being asked. Now, why is that? Uh, because w- the points that were trying being trying to be made were irrelevant. Um, they were going on hearsay, hearsay, or they were going on on things that that had nothing to do with the case at hand. Now, in a court of law, why would they choose that sort of uh, uh, way to go about it rather than stick with logic and facts and rational thinking that s- clearly say here's why we're not guilty? Our our idea um, going into the courtroom was, okay, Montana, prove that it's bad. And so the state's having to grab at straws because they don't have any empirical evidence or proof that cannabis has hurt the state in any way. It's, if anything, quite the opposite. Exactly. And so is what they do is they, is they have to have people that come up there. And it's so funny, too, like the... the experts? Yeah, experts or the DEA agent, Mr. Long. Sure, um, sure. Or or the the spokesperson for the Board of Medical Examiners. And I loved how she uh, very clearly say, st- said that um, SB 423 is going to destroy a patient-doctor relationship. And this is one of yeah. the state's witnesses. Yeah. And so uh, the state had a really weak case. I think that uh, the money that we've given to this law- lawyer is, has, is very well spent. Um, but it's not over yet. Uh, let's say this judge. Far from over. Let's say this judge rules in our favor, and he knocks SB four twenty three out. The state's going to appeal this, and it's going to go back to court, and we're going to have to be back in a courtroom, and we're going to have to defend what this is, what what the ruling was in the first place. Now I have a question: If, uh, if this is the state in court, it, how is that funded? Is that taxpayer money? Oh yeah. So oh. we're paying the state to go to court to fight us. Absolutely. How does that work? As a as a taxpayer, how can I say, sure, you can have my taxes, but you absolutely cannot spend that money on taking me to court? I'm sorry. I'm not going to pay for my own downfall. Welcome to America. Yeah. That's that. Like that right there. Wow. And we're just sure. No, that's fine. Oh, you're up for re-election? You got my vote. Sure. Why not? I'll tell you why not. Because this is this is unacceptable completely. Um, so, uh... And that's why people need to register to vote. Register to vote. Go to the mtca.org's website. Sign up for their newsletter. Get informed. Um, another thing that can be really detrimental is, is not being a cannabis supporter and not being informed. You're not really doing anybody a service. You right. Know, um, Misinformation. It, yeah. If, that needs if, to stop. If you're really up to date on things and and you are really motivated to help this cannabis movement in the state, please get educated. Please please spend a few minutes of every day like reading about uh, uh, different things. And uh, now do we have resources that the people can go to, whether online or in uh, – businesses to help educate themselves i think that if you if you pay close attention um to what's going on and and i'll use the newspaper websites for an example and so there's always an article and then there's the discussion page comments yeah the Mm. comments section Mm. and so um if if you're new to doing this um there are a lot of there's a lot of rhetoric there's a lot of uh uh, hateful ignorance from both sides from both sides um but i think i think is what you can find in some of those comments is the hypocrisies that are being done and that's like the blatant yeah and so just kind of keeping up to date on certain things like that i think is is pretty imperative and it also give you a better overall picture of, of what's going on and i'll definitely uh, we've recommended before but i will recommend it again the book my medicine by Irvin rosenfeld that has just the most amazing statistical information about cannabis and the studies that went up in smoke so to speak when nixon came into office and if you read that book that alone will give you a lot of really good arguments to present to people when when this comes up in discussion or whatever like, amazing information i think more fundamentally as well that uh do, do you really want to be told what you can do or can't do to your body and the privacy of your own home exactly if you're not impeding on anybody else's rights and furthermore to be able to have the choice to imbibe a substance that has a long 
tearful, disgusting, disgraceful history of death, fatalities, uh, abuse, uh, domestic squabble, everything, as opposed to uh, this plant that has done nothing but heal and calm and create zen. Like you're given I'm that. I'm actually gonna. I actually have something to say about that. Yeah. Um, this 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 benign plant um, has done a lot of harm. Yeah. Um, it has caused um, a lot of people a lot of strife. Um, Simply because of its illegal status, though. Absolutely. Now that's not the plant. That's the governing the governing body trying to take advantage of a plant. I, that, I don't know. That's what the, but they're they're connected. And sure. So so. But if you remove the governing maybe body, not the plant that's done the harm, but it's the usage of the plant and the exploitations of that plant that has caused harm in people's but lives. What came first? Uh, cannabis. Right. Causing harm and strife in people's lives before a governing body was created to exploit that. In America, we were still prescribing cannabis in 1936. Right. Um, it was. And it was Slinger came was along. Absolutely. Didn't like the black people or the Mexicans. Saw that they liked pot. Bada bing, bada bang. Now we're putting people in jail that have cancer. Um, and and that brings up another aspect of uh, the war on drugs and and especially here in Montana, about the jobs that would be lost if this bill passes. It's a very um, contrasting uh, argument. There are also jobs that will be lost if cannabis was legalized. And so you have two sides kind of fighting for money, employment, those kinds of things. Uh, having cannabis I- illegal, really uh, tax dollars pay to fill prisons with nonviolent cannabis offense. Now, I have a problem with that when that's your fault for creating a business model based on the fact of making good people criminals so that you can get paid. I have a huge problem with that kind of profit system. What uh, what are you doing about that then? I'm getting registered to vote and I'm bringing back the Hotbox podcast and I'm bitching. So so you're doing more than most actually. Well, is that sad? <laughs> yeah. The, those three I'm writing things. rap songs about it, dude. <laughs> Shit. I'm going to smoke a bong hit for That's it. right. You know, I, I don't know. Um, oh, man. So, uh, and I'm helping Jimmy one while we're talking about the MTCIA. He is looking, if you want to get involved in a more local level, uh, he's looking for district captains for HD uh, 12 in the Polson area and 15, which is the Browning area. So if you live in either of those areas, you want to get involved, you want to help, Contact Jimmy at Jimmy1, the number, at neverhallwateragain.com, or email info at hotboxpodcast.com, and we will forward that on to you. And he says he could also use a local county captain for Glacier County. These are serious. This is these, these are serious, serious positions. Absolutely. This isn't this isn't a thing that you do, you know, on your own time or, you know, when you get to it. Uh, serious volunteer position. Correct. You, you Taking one of these positions, like I said, it, about myself and, and, and informing people, it's kind of an honor. If, if if you were to take charge of one of these districts and do some good and do the job that is given to you and you essentially are a part of making cannabis work in Montana. That's huge. How, you know, how well do you think you would sleep at night if you knew that you were partially responsible for saving medical cannabis in Montana? think you'd sleep pretty well like a baby i think you would and being part of something like this I this, mean, this is, is history like we were discussing earlier before this the is show. fighting this is fighting for your beliefs this is fighting yep. against being discriminated against this is fighting for saving tax dollars saving a montana it's economy. a war right thousands it- of jobs that would be lost because of losing medical cannabis um, you get to assist in helping all of that. I mean, that's that's why that's I huge. volunteered to get involved with the MTCIA is because um, n- not for personal gain. I, I don't get anything for all the hours that we spend doing these fundraisers or or organizing these things, our meetings, and getting all this stuff put together. And right. you know, uh, whether I'm selling a T-shirt or informing somebody or registering people to vote, I, I'm not getting paid for that. But I am helping this movement out. I am 
doing something about what is going on. Now, you keep mentioning these fundraisers. You guys have a couple of those coming up, actually. Uh, you want to mention that? I do can... have one. In two weeks from today, actually, that's July 9th, um, in Columbia Falls, the Bandit uh, has been so nice to let us have a battle of the bands there. Um, this is a fundraising event, um, first and foremost, to help raise money to keep fighting this battle um, for medical cannabis in Montana. Um, it's very expensive. So first and battle. foremost, a uh, fundraiser. Um, second of all, um, Battle of the Bands. I have, I believe I have eight musicians lined up now already. So that's almost a full schedule. The event starts at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to go until it ends. I mean, at the latest two, obviously, bar hours. Um, the sure. Bandit, uh, they got free pool up there, cold beer. Um, we're going to be raffling off items. Uh, we might uh, we might have a couple different raffles going on as well. Um, I know that uh, items are being donated, and if you do have something that's kind of cool or something that uh, you think that would be worth as a gift as a raffle item, let me know. Bring it down to me. Uh, donate it for us. That's right. Roll um, into Glacier Health or email info at hotboxpodcast.com. We'll get that to it. Um the bands that I have signed up, uh, I have a little bit of everything. We have a reggae band, we have a metal band, we have a ska band, uh, we have like kind of an easy listening band. We got somebody with turntables coming up, and so there's Some really, local hip hop talent. Yeah, there's there's yeah. really there's really something for everybody up there, um, right? And that really embodies cannabis as well. Is that cannabis can? Isn't that amazing? Like the the how the diverse scope. the yeah. scope of the people that from the the elderly pe- uh, pensioner to the you know you and me to uh, uh, soccer moms like it's amazing it's everybody <laughs> to your elected officials to your yeah right <laughs> to, to you we know, know. It's, we know everyday come people, on everyday people and you so can't I, hide I, that. I have a wide variety of music um these musicians are donating their time um to come up and their talent of course to to play for um, a little while up on stage, um, we're, we're going to... Um, and the reason why we're having a battle of the bands here locally, there's other battle of the bands going on across the state. And the winners of these regional battle of the bands get to get invited to play at a three-day music festival at Ryan Creek Meadows in Missoula over Labor Day weekend, which is awesome if you're a that's local huge. musician that's to huge. get to go play at, a, at an event that's going to be off the chain three days of music. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. And so that's something cool for the local musicians. Um, that's one way that we're going to be raising funds, uh, a benefit dinner, different things like that. I'm really trying to reach out to every demographic and, and a bunch of different interests so you can still participate in helping out the medical cannabis industry here in Montana. So the Battle of the Bands uh, at the Bandit in Columbia Falls. Thank you, by the way, the Bandit. Um, For sure. And July all the 9th. musicians that are playing. Um, check them out on Facebook. Uh, look for look for MTCIA. Look for Battle of the Bands and the Flathead. Right. We'll put it on the Hotbox page and all the other pages that we have associated with it. So you'll be able to find it or just use the search. Facebook is really good about having that search function. You just type in Hotbox and boom, there's our page, there's our group. You type in Cannabis, boom, there's everything related to and that's a really good way to get involved. When when people see that you like this thing, it, it'll make them, you know, they'll look at it rather than us saying, "Here, you know, come check this out." Like when they see it from their friends, they're they're way more apt to to click on that and read it. And that's a good, easy way to spread the word while you're sitting on your ass. Absolutely, share um, and share alike. So, th- so that's the next fundraiser that's coming up um, that we have organized here in the valley. Um, there we're we're signing people up to vote up at the midway uh, swap meet when we do get our petition um approved and in our hands we'll be collecting signatures there i'll be collecting signatures at glacier health um we'll have people all over doing those things but to know more about that like i said go to mtci.org and sign up so you know directly from the main source what is going on and how it's happening that's right um, and we don't also listen to anybody else don't don't take don't even take my word for it get it from the source don't don't take anybody else's word for it that's very important right and if you want to discuss that stuff since you know we're bringing back the show there's also if you go to hotboxpodcast.com/forums there's a message board that we share with the jam hole uh, we can all get in there and discuss these things. I'll start posting links to all these uh, posts and everything. And we'll, the more discussion that can happen, the more it'll be found on searches, and it just helps spread the word. And that's what we got to do. Educate, spread the word. Or we got to curate. There's, there's so much noise 
to get that important educational signal out of the noise. You need good curators. I try to curate. Ian does a good job of that stuff. Jimmy One, be a friend of his on Facebook. They're always posting the good stuff, the stuff that is going to affect you and that you should be caring about right now. Because um, this is a war. They they started a war with us, Ian. I don't know how I feel about my government uh, trying to start a war with me. I don't know about Back that. to being informed. Um, in the courtroom, uh, the state wasn't able to really uh, illustrate any direct problems that medical cannabis right. is, is causing in Montana. Which was contradictory to everything that their defense was based but on. But on Friday, the attorney general says that uh, um, if, if the judge rules in our favor, um, this is a quote, the commercial marijuana industry and all the problems associated with it would continue to exist in the state. Now, they can say this to the newspaper, but they can't say that in the courtroom. Interesting. Because they can't prove it. The right. newspaper is going to print whatever they say because they're an right. elected official. They have the right to do that, whatever. Of course. But Which is were- why it's so much more important to get your information from unbiased sources. And you need to know that it's cited and that this is truth and not just made up BS. Got to. And, I mean, there, you can get it from Fox News. You can get it from MSNBC. They're all going to put their spin on it depending on what their main demographic is. If you want to get educated about cannabis, who better to get it from than people that are dealing with it? He runs a dispensary. I've been smoking since I was like 10. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, this is important to us. We see that this is more than just a plant. Like, this is a whole way of life for some people. And the, the to, to have these people that are in power just blatantly lie to our faces after we put them there. Like, that should piss you off to no end. And to know that you can just, you can so easily go out and just get a drink and not have anyone look at you any different. But if you want to smoke some weed at home, like that's a problem all of a sudden. I'm causing problems now for you. Oh, I'm sorry that I I didn't get arrested and get a DUI and have to pay $1,000 to go to your bullshit classes on how not to get arrested for DUIs. I'm sorry, I'm not just allowing myself to get pumped through the system so that you can make even more fucking money off of me. Are you serious? You greedy sons of bitches. All right, I, f- I, f- I found what I was looking for. Okay. So we were just talking sorry. about how, like, the, 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 what they can say in the newspaper and then what they can say in mm-hmm. the courtroom. And so uh, the, here's Is there a pretty the, staggering difference? It's for polar, what they say. Polar opposite. Polar wow. opposite. So, but, it, you know. Uh, the state's attorney says that talking crime stats is eating up valuable time and it's irrelevant. When they're false stats? Yeah. That is a waste of time. Well, our attorney asked the Mr. Long if crime was down since the medical marijuana was in effect. And Mr. Long from the Narcotics Bureau from the Department of Justice says yes. The state's attorney objects and says that talking about crime stats is eating valuable time. Yet that is the main platform that they got all of this started on anyway. In the first that crime place, is right? rising out of control. That you know, all of these, all of these, all of these problems that's causing all these crimes. That was fear mongering. They blatantly the lied. Talking about crime is irrelevant, and it's, and all it's wasting of a sudden, time. It's irrelevant because we figured out that you completely pulled those stats out of your ass, and they're not real in anyone's reality. Now it's irrelevant. If it could help your case, then it's important, right? But as soon as it hurts your case, oh, objection, your honor, irrelevant. <laughs> what a, that's such a crock. And these are your leaders. Okay, so register to vote. Check. Get on MTCIA's dot, dot dot org, org. website. Check. Sign up. Get informed. Um, come to our Battle of the Bands. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And if you don't live in the Flathead Valley, Find out from the MTCIA's website where their next fundraiser is. And I don't mean that you have to bring down $100. If, if, if you pull the change out of your uh, center console in your car on your way in and donate that, 
we will be so grateful for anything that we can have. Every little bit helps. It's the numbers. Every little bit. If we can reach out to a million people with this show and each of you just give a dollar, that's huge for us. That's huge. We have server bills. We have uh, the, the costs of living. Like, every little bit helps. The and money these- that's donated, though, doesn't go to any of that, to the MTCA. The money that's donated is going directly to legal and training for petition gatherers, which will both... Right. save cannabis in this state if we are successful, which I really feel that we will be. We need to be. We have truth on our side. And one other thing that I, I, I think that is, is interesting or an interesting point is that cannabis users always, uh, we, we talk amongst ourselves all the time. You know, we, we can preach have these to the choir. Yeah, we're preaching to the right. choir. And so uh, f- start talking to cannabis to people about cannabis to people that you wouldn't normally talk to cannabis, cannabis about, even if it's asking their opinion about it or how they feel about it. Or did you see that news article? You know, what do you think about that? Um, go out of your comfort zone and start talking about cannabis to individuals that don't already support it or That's that you important. don't even know. Because um, we already know. Right. Uh, this, you know, like, obviously, if you're listening to the show, you, you probably you are know. in support of cannabis. And so maybe, uh, you know, whether it's the gas station attendant or, you know. He uh, actually uh, supports cannabis. I, I talked to him of, the other Most day. of them do. But, yeah. you know, finding, and, and this is something that I've actually had a little bit of an issue with, is, is finding somebody that is against cannabis. It is hard, They right? are out there. It's because they stay in their little bubbles also correct but bringing it up to them and sometimes it 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 can be a little uncomforting at times but this is this is this is something that we need to do to get it a little bit more common in our communities and in our societies go outside of your comfort area and start start talking to people that you wouldn't normally talk to about cannabis one you might be surprised who you talk to and if they're in support or not or right, you know you right. might even meet a new friend out of the whole situation yeah. um you Network. also might have an opportunity to um and, and i hate to not this is convert kind of, but yeah, don't. It's it's really hard to prove a point. Like I said, you these, show these are emotional them, points. But if if you if show you them can direct them in a in in a in a way that they may want to educate themselves or right, right. you know you uh, plant th- those seed. kinds of things. It's it's really about just talking about cannabis and getting out there and and really spreading the word about what's going on. And here in Montana, what we are fighting now is not for cannabis. We are fighting for the sanctity of voting, states' rights, and the things that we stood up for in the first place. Yep. And so whether you support cannabis or not, and this has happened to me while I'm at work, a gentleman comes in and says, you know, I don't, I don't like these pot shops, and, 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 and I don't really agree with the way the medical cannabis has been going, but, but I voted for it in 2004, and, and, and I don't really like the fact that it just got changed without me being able to vote on it again. Yeah, that's above and beyond just can you smoke pot legally or not. Like, this so, is what we voted for getting taken away. This is somebody That's that huge. is against the way that medical cannabis has gone, but he's still irritated or, you know, he feels threatened that the yeah. decision was made without his say. And of course, the next thing he says to me is, you know, the next thing they're going to do is, is take my guns away, you yeah. know, without, without <laughs> me being able to vote on it. Right. You know? And so in, in Montana, you don't even have to be in support of cannabis to support the sanctity of voting. Or to support state rights, because those things cover more than just cannabis. And so that's something that most people don't take into consideration when they're reading about cannabis or reading about these current events and things. We're just trying to save pot in Montana, and that's not really where we're going with this. We're really trying to save the sanctity of voting and our state rights, um, which is more important than cannabis. And that's something we all have in common. Every last one of us. Because that is an interesting point. If they did that with this, what's next? Where does it stop? It's well, such there's a slippery al- slope. There's already something else that they've done it with, and that's the eminent domain bill. Yeah, you know, uh, they've taken the, they've given utility companies the right to use your land if they so choose that they want to put up power lines or if they want to throw a pipeline down your backyard. They can do that now, and that's against the will of the people as well. That's that's another petition that will be going around about the same time that ours is as well. And if you're registered to vote for ours, 
you, you can, can sign up for theirs as well. You exactly. can sign their petition as well if you don't agree with that. This is the the very thing that we as the people for this government that we should be up in arms about, not like literal guns and stuff, not yet at least, but this is why we left the UK or Britain, whatever it was called back then, and came here in the first place was to get away from this kind of ridiculous rule. And it's gotten so corrupt now that we have to put a stop to it. This is why we we can vote in the first place is so that government remains fair and balanced. And this is not fair and balanced. And it's going to stop. We're going to make it stop. So... I think that's going to about do it for us. Good uh, comeback show, Ian. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Um, so we'll post a few things on, on – I'll we'll post a PDF file of this informational portfolio that I've put together that has all Very the information on crime, awesome. information on um, the economy in Montana, information about the patient registry so you can get the real numbers of what's going on with the people that are involved with medical cannabis. All with cited sources so all you know the information sources. is legit. The crime reports are from the Department of Justice. The information about gateway drugs, drug use, and drug abuse, um, the safety of use, all of those things have been cited. You basically have counterpoints to all of their points as to why Every pot last should one be of illegal. Them. And that's Every last huge. one of them. So this PDF will be available. I also have copies of it uh, if, you, you know, if you need Physical a paper copies. copy or whatever. Um, my name is Ian Baker. You can look me up on Facebook or send me an email at baker at glacierhealth.net. Um, or you can hop on the forums, hotboxpodcast.com slash forums. You can email the show, info at hotboxpodcast.com. If you have a question, you can text my cell phone, 406-848-1739. And if you want to get to help, in, we're here for, to help. And if you want to get more involved, our the Flathead Committee here will accept any help that you may be able to give. It's a group um, effort, for sure. Fundraiser, July 9th, Battle of the Bands, Bandit in Columbia Falls. We'll have all that info up on the site and on the Facebook groups for their own uh, individual things. And please get involved. Please. That's uh, all I got to say. Leave a message for the show if you'd like, 406-204-4687. That's the voicemail line for the hot box and the jam hole. And uh, when are we going to come back and do this? Next Saturday? What do you think? Sure. As far as I know. Okay. And, uh, yeah, just follow. If you, you want the real-time updates, check the site, hotboxpodcast.com. Check the Facebook page. We always post on the Facebook, and there's a Twitter, twitter.com slash hotboxpodcast. We're very interactive socially, so uh, participate, discuss, and uh, let's educate and let's fix this system, please. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We'll uh, see you Saturday. Peace out. If you like you like this is where where you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Boss Podcast.